What's up, guys? Welcome to the 20th episode of the Long Island Volleyball Podcast. For our 20th episode, we thought we'd get one of the biggest names on Long Island for volleyball, Trey Cole. He's a Pepperdine commit and won Player of the Year this past season. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. We're playing a little volleyball during the uh, the quarantine, I see. As, as much as we can, we got the grass net up, so... We're doing All right. Man, right now, you know, and we got a little. We made a little gym in our garage too. So, oh, there you go. I know it's tough. I'm like just trying to like work out still, but like I just have like some dumbbells in my house, so it's rough. Right yeah, now. Right. Uh, that was our problem at first, but we went. We made a a run to Dick's. This was the one time we left. That's right. Yeah. Equipment, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, cool. Let's get uh. So let's just start talking about your volleyball career. We'll like we'll go into like when you like first first started and then we'll just go to like current date you know all right cool um so like how did you get into volleyball so uh i, I know you guys both know this but my dad's uh he, he's coached in the academy for a long time he started on the girls side so okay i was pretty much born into like a, a convention center or a volleyball gym or whatever but i would always be me and my sisters would always be like palling around at his practices and stuff like that and always just around volleyball and everything. And uh, so, yeah, I, I was always just playing around there. But then I started club volleyball when I was, uh, I think, nine years old on LIBBC 14s. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I played on that team for like like four or five years, I remember. That was fun. That was were you playing at the older kids since you're only nine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah, it was sick, actually. I played with, uh, you know who Matt Lilly is? Yeah, yeah, he was on that team. There's a, a he's on, he's on, that right? was on that team. Wow, yeah, that's sick. crazy. I actually remember like when I played 16, 17s at LBBC. I think you were actually on that 14s team, but I think oh, at yeah. that time, crazy. I think at that time you must have been like ten or eleven or something. Yeah. something like yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was still able to walk under the net without like bending down. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Cop was the coach of that team, right? Yeah, Croft was my first ever club volleyball coach. So. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. That's insane. So how long did you play 14s for? Like four or five years? Yeah, yeah, four or five. I'm not even sure, honestly. Okay. And uh, I actually have one question for you. I was going to ask this later, but I'll just ask this now. Okay. Since you were so young, you were, like you said, you started at nine or ten. Is that why you started playing libero at such a young age? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. There was nothing else I could do at that. Like, you were nine. You know, like I couldn't set, I couldn't even push a ball to the pin. <laughs> All, wow. I literally just rely on my platform for everything. But yeah, <laughs> I remember that actually. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, that's awesome. like, made you a sick passer. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate so, it. I heard a story from one of our a mutual friend of ours, uh, Kevin Kevin Cochin, and he was telling me that you would practice with the Sage of North squad when you were like in sixth grade. Yeah, I did do that actually. So uh, Desi and Rivera had reached out to my dad to like come run like a clinic every now and I think it was like like every summer back then okay. we didn't do that anymore but um yeah so I would go down and I would just I mean wherever my dad was going to coach volleyball I would pretty much always go and try and get better in any way I can but so yeah I would go to like like a clinic with like back when Dylan was on the team and wow like, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy like I that was I practiced with him one time and he was just like hitting the ceiling every time you hit the ball and I was just like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no, that was cool yeah dylan was amazing yeah he's awesome he's actually um he's moving back to california so 
Oh, is he? Yeah. Really? Next year, maybe I'll be seeing him more. No, definitely. That'd be awesome. Nick. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, and so then, um, you know, we just, we, uh, I've seen how much, like, of an impact, like, Desi is, like, was in your life. Yeah. Um, like, how did that all, like, start? Okay, so Desi is my dad's, like, one of his best friends. Okay. That he's ever had. So when Desi was taking classes at Hofstra, I believe, we, me and my family lived in Merrick. So he would just come to our house, like, in between classes, and he spent, like, a lot of time oh, cool. at our house, so our family was just always really close to him and then once i like he, he was a big factor in me going to pepperdine so really yeah yeah desi desi had a bunch of connections with college coaches because like i mean everyone loves desi like <laughs> who doesn't love yeah, desi, course, you know? exactly. but uh yeah so he pretty much reached out to all those coaches because we figured it would be uh better coming from him that rather than like my dad or someone who has connections but yeah so he would reach out and then once I we came to the decision of Pepperdine he just helped me transform my body like he we went to the gym together pretty much every day over the summer and he would put me through sick workouts like he would make them look insanely easy but I'd be having an asthma attack halfway through (laughs) yeah no he he's just I'd be nowhere close to where I am without him that's awesome yeah so like, what was the process, like, with Pepperdine? Like, how, so you said he, he reached out for you and stuff? Like, well, like, what did you have to do? Did you have to get, a, uh, like, a video together? Or, like, what, like, what happened exactly? I didn't really make any, like, video, like, recruitment videos or anything. Okay. It was more so, like, coaches would come to my court at uh, club tournaments. It's like, my, uh, my 17s year is when we were getting just, like, a ton of looks. Like, we had, like, Jack Driscoll, Andrew Watts. Uh, all those like like guys that are just looking to go D one, okay. And so we would have like like Hawaii, Penn State, Princeton, Pepperdine, UCLA, all these schools at our court. So we okay. none of us really had to ever make like the the highlight videos or anything because we, we we got our exposure at the tournaments. So they uh, I called Dave Hunt for the first time and like I, after talking to him, I was like, wow, this guy's like. Like he was like probably one of the favorite my favorite coaches I've talked to. So then I was like, all right, we should go visit Pepperdine. And then I visited there one time, and I got home and I committed because <laughs> it was just like it was perfect wow. for me pretty much. Like I didn't really like my mom. We sat down and my mom asked me like, what are the pros and cons, and I went through the pros. And then when I got to the cons, I really didn't have any. <laughs> so that, that was when uh yeah we made the decision then. That's sick. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, what other schools were like? I'm sure like all the schools were looking at you, but were you in any like serious talks to anyone or is pretty much Pepperdine yeah. only? So I, I pretty much looked around like, like I considered every, uh, like most of those top schools, but my final three were Penn State, Princeton, and Pepperdine. And mm-hmm. the the process of deciding that was pretty tough for me, honestly. It was, it was easier to take Princeton out of the picture because – when I visited there, like the the kids there were just so stressed, like between work and being on a division one program, like like the academics are insane. So I don't honestly, I don't know if I would have been able to keep up with that and okay. get as much out of volleyball as I wanted to. So yeah. that that was pretty much the first one to go, and then it was between Penn State and Pepperdine, and 
it was the, the the deciding factor for me was really well one obviously the the weather in California is just oh, yeah, amazing yeah and then two the the volleyball program in Pepperdine is just like such like a tight knit program you know what I mean like they all love each other and they just want to be there they want to be better and they they have the goal of a national championship. Yeah, I'm sure you're definitely gonna be able to compete for one when you get there. Yeah, that's the goal, man. I'm really looking forward to that. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Let's talk more. I guess let's go, let's go back and do uh to high school. Okay. I don't want to like tip over you because you had such a sick high school career, winning player of the year this past year. Yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, it was awesome watching you. Um, so like I had a question. This is just like a theoretical. Did you ever like think like or did did Desi ever get you to? like try to like get you to come to north oh, to yeah. play there oh yeah since i was, oh. since I was in seventh grade they were trying to get me to move in with rivera and just <laughs> north. but uh i was connect uh, uh, took me in like in eighth grade and they put their trust in me then so i i, I figured i i couldn't really leave that you know well your connect team was amazing yeah as we, well we had a lot of fun together yeah yeah you guys were a really good team this year yeah. I actually wanted to ask you, uh, this was Wessner's first year with you guys, right? Yeah. Oh, well. What was the uh, impact that he had, like, first year with, uh, like, you seniors and stuff like that? Because I know it was, like, you and Stan were kind of, like, the leaders of the team, I guess, right? Right. So, like, what kind of an impact did Wes bring to you guys? Well, first of all, I love Wes. Like, he's one of the, like, greatest guys I know. And so he came in and everyone was kind of like, like, oh, my God, who's this? huge bearded guy who just like, <laughs> walked into our lives but once once he got to know everybody within like the first week and everything he he was practicing with us he was getting on us like the the level of intensity just rose so much when he got there that I think is like the, I think that's the, the biggest impact he had on us because like when he would play with us guys would just want to do so much better yeah I'm sure but yeah he rose a lot for us which was great He's so good. Yeah, he's the man. I love Wes. Yeah, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So who, like, was, like, in your whole volleyball career, who was, like, the best player that you've, like, played? Played against? Yeah, played against. Ooh, okay. Um, Would you say? It's, it's tough. It's a tough question. Yeah. I would probably – should I do someone that, like, I played on Long Island or just anywhere? Uh, let's do both. All right. Um, anywhere, probably. His name's Alex Knight. He goes to. He's, actually, no, no, no. Gotta change this one. He's really good. But this kid, James Hartley, who goes to Princeton now, hits the ball oh, wow. harder than I have ever seen anyone hit it in my life. Huh. I'll tell you a quick story about this kid. So we played together at uh, at the USA camp one year, and he, I was playing libero and he was playing outside. So he got set a ball and I was in covering him. Like, you know how the, if you're covering your hitter, you stand right behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he jumps off to hit the ball and I'm, I'm not like, I'm not, my, my knees are bent a little bit, but I'm not super low. And he kicked me in the face. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like six foot or whatever. And he, his feet are <laughs> at my head. Like, wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, holy what? crap. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. But, and then, so what do you think about for uh, for Long Island-wise? Uh, well, I never got to play against Dylan, but he's definitely, like, from Long Island, the best player I've... Uh... Oh, he definitely is. Yeah. But uh, players that I've played against, I'd probably go with Matt Grace. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, he's just, like, 
I played against him when I was in like eighth grade in like a Smithtown tournament, and that was like my first varsity thing. And the way he carries himself, or I haven't played him in a while, but the way he carried himself on the court was just like me as an eighth grader was pretty intimidating. I was like, wow, this guy is the best, and he knows he's the best. <laughs> yeah, he definitely does. Playing against him in college is that was crazy too. Yeah. He's like, uh, he's just such a good setter, like. As a libero, it was just so hard reading where he was going to, like, oh, yeah. You know, there's some setters you obviously know, or like, you know, where they're setting before the ball even hits their hands. You know, mm-hmm. with, him, ball, with him, it's insane. I, right. I never knew where he was going with the ball. Yeah. Yeah. He's real good. Um, so like before, like, we know how this season went out, but how did like your previous seasons like roll out with uh, Connect Because I didn't really follow Connect or volleyball so, before this year. Connect was, uh, when I went into the program, I think, uh, I think the furthest Connecticut's ever made it is first round of playoffs. So, okay. so I went to uh, I, when I joined the program, we were like like in eighth grade. Everyone would joke about playoffs, like like there was no no one even thought it was realistic, and that was like one of the things I did not like at all going yeah. to that program was that people didn't really think winning was even realistic let alone a priority but yeah so the first three years of my varsity career we didn't make playoffs and actually you know what the first two years no one even like really considered it or thought it was realistic but then the third year uh this team was uh led by me and I don't know if you guys know Nick Mazzaro he he played club but he's uh Mm. army now playing club volleyball there but him and I were playing. I was libero. He was outside, and like, he was one of the people that really helped me turn the program around and make it more of like a, like something like people want to do and people want to win. You know, like he okay. helped me bring that intensity and that drive to win. But that year, I think we fell short of playoffs by like one game or something like that. So I, I was pretty devastated, and like I just I, I bring that up because like he he deserves credit because he made that program a lot of what it is today wow yeah definitely yeah so then the year after that that would be last season so that was me brian spencer mike domo uh mike's older you guys know mike domo right yeah yeah his older brother tom was our libero and that team we we had the the drive and the 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 want to win, but we just we really didn't have the talent that year. Really? Yeah, but honestly, one of the most memorable teams I've ever been on because like we should not have made it to the first round of playoffs in reality, and we okay. but like we wanted it bad enough to the point where we made it there, and it was a really fun game. We played against Ward Melville, that team uh, with Josh George on it. He, oh wow! Josh George Dang. was. I think I think Josh George is one of the most underrated players to come out of Long Island because he he could just always find a way to score. But okay. we lost to those guys in um in three, and that was pretty devastating. Cause that that was more upsetting because all these guys just bought in and they really worked hard and it meant a lot to me. So the fact that we couldn't get that done for them was upsetting. But that was a super memorable season for me because all the guys bought in and it meant something. This was your junior year? Yeah. Okay. And San Marang wasn't on the team or he no. didn't start? Stan was, Stan was on uh, – Stan's from Dix Hills, actually, and he just moved to Connect what, to senior year. 
Oh, so this is his first year uh, on Connectwell. Wow. Exactly. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So how how did um like clubs how's club season been going for you obviously before the whole yeah um corona thing? So we've had an interesting season. We're trying. We have a lot of younger guys. We have okay. uh, Dan Shanley, who's a sophomore. Uh, Matt Rulo, Chris Leonard, uh, Ryan Burnett, and we. So we just have like a a mixed bag of guys. We got four Sage North guys, three Connecticut guys. So. It's like we have an interesting dynamic on our team that we're still trying to figure out. So we we've pretty much underperformed in all the tournaments we've played at so far, which has been pretty frustrating. But I mean, we've been working on it, and we we still talk like even through this Corona thing, like we're having Zoom sessions. It's just like a group Facetime thing, mm-hmm. and okay. we're trying to figure out what we have to do and what our mentality needs to change to because. So far, we're not really happy with how we've performed so far this season. You know, is everything like canceled for the uh, like the rest of the year, or how's that? So, I don't think they've canceled nationals or uh, East Coast yet, and those okay. are two big tournaments left. So, I mean, I could I could see it happening where they cancel East Coast, but nationals is so far from now where I'm still keeping my fingers crossed that that'll be on. But okay, great. Yeah, we'll see. So, like, what are you doing to prepare for Pepperdine? Because obviously, you're going to have to play against even better people. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what are you doing? so I um, I graduated early from Connecticut, so I'm not there anymore. I'm taking classes at Hofstra. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, I'm trying to get some credits out of the way so I can put more of my focus on volleyball. Okay. So now that I'm not in high school, I I have all the time in the day to train. So. I go to Hofstra, and I have two classes in the morning, and then my dad's actually the athletic director at Hofstra. Okay. So I'll, I'll finish up class, and then I'll go over to his office, and then my mom usually will meet us there, and there's this thing where it's like a, a serve-receive machine in one of the gyms there. And really? Yeah, you put a ball in there, and it could pelt balls at you like 100 miles per hour. It's That's good. It, it, what'd you say? That's sick. <laughs> no, it's so sick. I've been getting so much better from that because, like, like you can set it to a speed where no one's going to be able to serve that fast. Really? And you go back to the real game and all these serves are slower than you're used to training with, you know? That's sick. Yeah, so that's been really helpful. And then um, I've been working with the strength coach there, Hofstra. His name's uh, Jimmy, Coach Jimmy. And he's helped me so much, too. Like, he's just showing me, like, what – workouts will be like at Pepperdine and he's putting me through like actual college weight room workouts you know what I mean yeah yeah it's been awesome yeah it's a cool little head start for you definitely I'm really thankful for that opportunity and so you're what like 6'3 now yeah 6'3 6'4 oh all right uh, okay uh so do you think once you, get, <laughs> once you get to Pepperdine do you think you're gonna go back to Libero or like are you gonna give outside a shot you know I'm going to do whatever it is, like, like this sounds cliche, but I'm going to do whatever I can to help the team win, whether whether that's sitting on the bench, starting libero, starting outside, starting middle, you know, like, I, I don't really care. I just want to help this program be better, you know, but, like, I, I'm definitely, like, this summer I'm going to be training a lot for outside as well as libero because I, I definitely think that if I keep working as hard as I have been, like, that could be a, a valid option on the outside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, are your 
starting right now for like the club team on the outside, right? It's you and AJ yeah. usually, I guess, right? Yeah, unless AJ is on the right side. Oh, really? So who who goes in for AJ then? If AJ is on the right side, then Mark will usually play outside. Oh, okay. And then what? Ooh. Shanley at Libero. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, wow, that's pretty good. That's a good lineup. <laughs> you, you guys are just so stacked. I feel like all of you guys can play like any position, basically. Yeah, that, that's one of the cool parts about this team is like, it's it's if someone's playing bad, like it's the next guy up. We always have like well-rounded yeah. players that can fill any position. Yeah, that's fantastic to have on yeah, the team. Good for us. Yeah, it is great. Are you? Do you keep contact with the Pepperdine kids, or? Uh yeah. So I know some of them from uh like USA team, like uh this kid Scott Solon and this kid Akeen and Joe Carlos. Like those are three of, like the top players in the nation. Who like wow. they're they're just such great guys. Like really good people. I've maintained a good friendship with them since we were. I mean, me and the kid Scott go back to when we were like ten years old playing at USA camps. But, but yeah, those those guys are all really great kids, and I'm excited to spend uh, the next three or four years with them. So, what's this USA training camp exactly that you're talking about? So it's I've been in the USA pipeline for a while. It's like um, the they call it the high performance pipeline. Mm-hmm. So I started going to I started USA when I was probably around like. 10 or 11 or something and they had camps for that age so i would just go and play with the best players in the country for like a week and stay at the uh colorado springs olympic training center whoa it was pretty cool and we would uh we train like three times a day there and it was like like i was 10 to 12 years old and i'm like getting like insane like hard training like not just like a, a fun volleyball camp. Like they were training these little kids like really hard and it was pretty, That's pretty crazy. real, honestly. But then as I like got used to that and started going back every summer, it got like, it became something I just loved and looked forward to every year. And then after the camps, it turns like once you get a certain age, it turns into a high performance tournament where you go, they take 60 kids per, it, it goes by like two years. So it's people in my grade and people who are freshmen in college, like those two years uh, stick together in the, like the age brackets they have for USA. So I would be playing with those guys, which is how I know some of those guys from Pepperdine. Yeah. yeah, So there would be 60 guys there and then you train for a week. And then after the week, they, put you into different teams it goes red team uh white team blue team stars and stripes and the red team's the top team and the stripes team is the bottom team so uh i went to the high performance championships like three times i think and no four times and i made the white team two times and the red team two times wow yeah so it has been that has been an awesome experience and then this year i'm gonna I sent in a video to try out for <clears throat> the junior national team that like goes and plays in world championships. So. Good luck with that. That's yeah, sick. Yeah, I'm looking forward to. So, is that like your ultimate goal? Like, do you set goals that far ahead, or are you kind of yeah. right now just focus on well, what you have to do? My my goals are like, like I set huge goals. Like, 
goals uh-huh. that some people will think are like unrealistic, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I, yeah, I, I my team uh, Brian Kewell had to watch something on Michael Jordan, and it was like his like top ten rules to success, and one of them was set like unrealistic goals. And so that's something I've really tried to do. So yeah, I want to like my my goal is I want to be like on the Olymp in the Olympics one day. I want to go play professional for either beach or indoor or something. I, I, I have huge goals like that. Oh, that's amazing. It's good well, to have, and I think you know, I'll, I'll keep pushing for those until I can't play volleyball anymore, or I make it there. You know. Yeah, and I think that coming from you, that's gonna like really inspire a lot of these kids on Long Island because. Yeah, I hope so. You're definitely one of, I mean, you're debatably the best player in Long Island history. You know, I mean, obviously you're, what, top five at least, you know what I mean? So, like, coming from you, I think that's going to be huge for a lot of these kids to hear that, like, you know, maybe maybe if they work that hard too, a kid from Long Island can do big things like that. Definitely. definitely. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. No, no problem. Does Pepperdine have a beach volleyball team? So there's no NCAA men's beach volleyball. Okay. But like it's it's something with the funding or whatever I don't even know. But there's um, I like beach courts all over the campus. Like I'm sure in my <laughs> dorms where I'll, where I'll be staying next year, my freshman year, like you walk outside of the dorm building and you're standing on a beach court. So everyone there, like all like the guys team plays beach all the time and stuff. So I'm definitely That's awesome beach because I don't know like I I might want to pursue beach volleyball after college, you know. Like I'm not yeah. really sure what I want to do with that yet because I I love beach like just as much as I love indoor. I've heard stories of people who I don't know what schools, but girls would play four years of indoor and then they'd play like because you still have more eligibility obviously because it's a different sport right. and they play outdoor. Yeah, that's sick actually. Hopefully they got a men's beach. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like since both your sisters are D one player uh, athletes? Mm-hmm. Did you feel stressed to become a D one athlete? Or did you already know you're gonna be one because you were so far ahead of There was never really any stress, and I don't I don't mean this to sound arrogant, but I never really imagined it any other way, you know. Yeah. Like I just felt like I was I was gonna go D one. It was just a matter of where, because I watched my sisters work their asses off, and they got to where they wanted to be. So I figured all I would have to do is work my ass off, and I can get to where I want to be. So yeah, there was never really any stress. It was really just like excitement so are you guys a, a competitive family oh my god yeah <laughs> absolutely yeah like there there will be uh many arguments had on that grass court in the back <laughs> until we get out of here that's awesome yeah it's great I'm, I, I owe a lot to not a lot i owe everything of where i am to my family pretty much that's awesome mm-hmm. what are your uh your beach plans this year this summer i'm i'm pretty much gonna be looking to play beach every day nice so i play a lot at long beach with like uh christian and brian smith and nick smith and uh ben sant i don't know if you know him and ben Nowey. okay in college now but yeah we play uh in long beach a lot and it's just really competitive like great reps because everyone there just loves volleyball so there's yeah. there's very intense games and that's like the best beach training I can get. So, and then I'll, I'm sure I'll play open tournaments at Long Beach and stuff like that. And then travel. We're gonna travel to uh, Siesta Key, Florida, and play in a tournament there and train there. For really? Wow. Who's your like go-to doubles partner? Uh, probably Ben Sant. 
Okay. He, um, do you guys know him or? Yeah. Really. Yeah. He, he, he's Stets, right? And he goes to Johnson and Wales. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, nice. He um, went to Northport and he was a key player for them. He's another kid who I think was super slept on throughout mm-hmm. his career. But he's he's like me in that he uh, when he has a goal, he's gonna tear through whatever wall it takes to get to that goal. So he he wants to pursue beach too. So mm-hmm. playing with him is something that really benefits me a lot because it gives me someone that wants to work hard as bad as I do. So we'll like we'll go train beach and then we'll go get a lift together and we like like have seen a lot of progress through training with each other. So that's why I love playing beach with him so much. That's sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. But I I also love playing with uh both Smiths, Christian and Brian. Because, I mean, they've pretty much taught me most of what I know for beach volleyball. And uh, Ben Nowey, too, I love to play with. Where does that Ben Nowey play now? He, he's at Johnson Wales, but I think he's exploring options as of right now. But going to transfer? Okay. Yeah, he's, like, uh, like all other D3 schools, and then he's looking at some in the EIVA and stuff. So, yeah, okay. they're, they're both, both Bens are keeping their options open right now. That's sweet. Uh, yeah. Do you have any uh like crazy like volleyball stories or anything that really like mm-hmm. sticks out? Crazy volleyball stories. Uh well we won East Coast one year with ACAD with Desi as our coach. So that How old were you then? How old was I? I was fifteen? Playing on I was on the sixteenth team, so I was either fourteen or fifteen, I'm not really sure. Okay. But, yeah, that team was so special, man. We all just loved each other, and the, the team dynamic on that team was incredible. And we um, we played Pace in the finals that year, and Pace has been uh, – actually, LWBC and Pace have always had a rivalry, but really? for my age group, the rivalry stemmed from uh, – for my age group, at least, it stemmed from me and this kid, Owen Wickens. We were both like when I was nine playing 14s, he was nine playing 14s. So we've yeah. <laughs> been playing against each other since we were nine to today when we're 18. We play against each other at tournaments. So there's always been like, a, and his parents run the club, the pace club, and my parents do a lot for ACAD club. So like it's just like a little fun family rivalry. So we've, uh, we played them in the finals at East Coast that year. And it was the first time in my entire career that. Uh, a Long Island team or any team that I've been on beat uh, that pace age group. So that was super special and super emotional for the whole team pretty much because we, yeah. we all worked pretty hard. And I mean, Desi really just transformed us as a team and made us into a championship caliber team. So, Who were some of the kids on that, on that team? Um, it was me, Ben Sant was on that team. Uh, Andrew Watts was on that team. Pat, oh, Andrew Watts. Okay. Pat Wing was on that team. Uh, you know, I don't know if you guys would know this kid, Peter Stein. He stopped, really? playing, stopped playing volleyball because he, it just he he didn't enjoy it. It wasn't his thing after this year that we won East Coast. But if he stuck to volleyball, he would have went anywhere he wanted. Like he was one of the best volleyball. He was a middle. Yeah. He was one of the best middles I've ever. Seriously. It was unfortunate. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, but I mean, I had some great memories playing with him too, and that was a really fun team that 16th year. Yeah, awesome. Sounds like it. Yeah, it was. Um, If I'm not mistaken, isn't Owen Wickens' older brother? At Pepperdine. 
Yeah, yeah. He's um, he's a libero there. Yeah, Spencer, he'll be, right? Yeah, he'll be a senior when I, yeah, when I get there. I stayed with him on my visit. Actually, he's a really, really great guy. That whole family's just great people. Yeah, he was always a nice kid. Yeah, he's really he, good too. He was like you and Owen too. Like he was always playing up when he was a kid too. Yeah, yeah, yep. So, did you have anything to do with? I mean, like with Ryan Burnett going to Pepperdine. Like, did you, like, tell the coaches? I mean, obviously, he's an amazing player, yeah. but did you, like, help him at all with that? I didn't, like, he, when he started looking around, I think that he really only had his eye. Like, I know he looked at other uh, schools and stuff, but I knew from the start he was going to go to Pepperdine because I could see that he wanted it really bad. But I didn't have, like, I don't know if I influenced him to go there, but I didn't, like, like tell the coaches about him or anything. Like, that was all. <laughs> he earned that he worked his ass off to get to where like to get that spot on the team but i don't yeah no i don't i didn't ever reach out to anyone for him or even talk That's to him awesome. about it he reached out to me asking me some questions now and then but yeah he pretty much figured that out himself that's cool to have another long island guy uh that you know pretty well yeah. there next year yeah that's gonna be fun. i can't wait to see how he transforms with this next uh with this if this season continues uh, on this team and his next 18s year because I feel like people forget that he's still a junior and has a whole nother year to do I know, it's high school volleyball. He's going to be a problem next year. I don't I don't see anyone being able to stop him. No. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> he hits so high and so hard. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, if I'm blocking him at practice, like I have to be prepared, prepared to walk out of practice with a broken finger too. I didn't have to do man. That's crazy. Yeah, I really is. Is that kid Daniel Haber? Is he a senior too, or is he? I mean, a junior too. Yeah, he's, uh, he. I don't know if he's a junior or even a sophomore. What? Jeez, so they are in two. They're gonna go. They might go right back to states. Yeah, I think that da- doesn't Daniel Haber play on sixteens. He plays on seventeen LIVBC. Oh, he is on seventeen. Yeah, with like John Carrero and Adam oh, Burke. Okay. okay, I thought he was on sixteen. He's playing outside for them, and he's he's looking he's crazy good at outside. I thought he was only in middle, but if they get that kid passing, forget it. West Hampton's gonna be unstoppable. Well, they're gonna have ESM next year. Oh God! Oh, ESM's going down. Yeah, ESM's going to League Two. It's official. Ah, uh, I mean, that's what I've heard. Dang! If ESM's in D two, they're gonna win. They might win states. They got to get Barnett first, dude. That is going to be a battle. Yes, yeah. in West Hampton. Wow. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. That's sick. I wonder if Sa- Sable should, should probably go D2. Who does Sable have next year? I'm not even sure. Honestly. I just, I know they had like like seven kids on the team this past year. Oh, yeah. It wasn't uh, that good. What 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 uh team merged this year? It was like Bayport and East Islip. Oh, Bayport Blue Point, right? Oh, East Islip. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Because that East Islip, they have that kid, uh, Evan Kane. I didn't know if he was like gonna go to like cause can't they can't they go to ESM if they like isn't there some merge thing there? I don't even know. Oh really? I didn't know. Yeah, I, didn't... I think it's possible, but I don't know. Like I think it's up to the I think it's up to ESM. Like if they yeah, would yeah. take him, but. Yeah, I don't know. Because if they took him, I think they would be big school. Yeah, that's the thing. I think when you combine, you have to go big school. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yes, I, mean, I think would make some noise in big school as well. Like, oh, yeah. They great. Year, well, they're actually the number one seed already going into next year. Are they? Yeah, they got really? North. Okay. Yeah, North is the two team. 
Interesting. I mean, they have they have ESM as Jake Deloria, who I've known since he was like in diapers. He's because his dad uh, helps run the ACAD club too, so he's always been around the volleyball, just like I have. Always. Yeah, he's gonna be sick next year. Yeah, he's a really good player. Everyone, has... he's got a sick swing, man. Oh yeah. He'll probably go D one too. I heard, right? Yeah. So he's actually really good at baseball too, though. So I'm, really? I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him in a while, but I'm not sure if he's stepped away from baseball yet or if he's made a choice. But I've heard that he has. He has pretty much equal opportunity through each sport. That's just like Rob Kovacic. Oh my god, that is one of the most. Rob not playing volleyball and not having him come through my like club career with me is one of the most frustrating things ever because he could have been insane at volleyball. Not even though he's already so good, like yeah, yeah, he kept playing club and he actually like chose volleyball instead of baseball. That kid would have been a nightmare. Did you ever play with him, like um, growing up at all? I played like at, he played a cap one year, but I was playing up that year, so we weren't on the same team. Okay, like, I I went to a couple like there was times where we, our teams practiced together and stuff, but I never really got to play on the same team as him, which was super unfortunate. That's crazy. Yeah, he he could be insane, yeah. but you know, good good for him. He's playing baseball. Yeah, and I like the way the kid carries himself too. Like he's he's really good. He's a multi-sport athlete, and he's all Long Island for both of them. But you would never know that by like like having a conversation with him because he's a humble kid, you know. Yeah, very. Yeah. And, and, when we had him on the podcast, he was saying that he wanted to play. Uh, he wanted to play beach with you this summer. Oh yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that this <laughs> summer. Um, do you want to like play pro after? Like, obviously, you said you want to play in Olympics, but yeah. I mean, that, would I, you want to play pro like overseas? Dream, but I definitely want to play pro of some sort. I mean, as of right now, like this could all change after four. Yeah, yeah. Nine, who knows? But I definitely want to, as of right now, either play professional beach or professional indoor somewhere. Because I, I want to maximize my career as much as I can. Like, because once it's over, it's over. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I definitely want to pursue something after college. It's just a matter of what it is. Is uh is oh and a side note is Stan Maring. I, last time I talked to him, he wanted to, to uh play like professionally over in Europe. Is he is he still trying to do something like that? Yeah. So as of right now, I think he's looking into semi pro teams. So if he's yeah. From what I've heard from him, he has an agent that's reaching out about tryouts for different places, and he's eligible to try out for certain teams in May. But those tryouts are going to be all across Europe. So he's not like with this whole virus and everything. Like, we don't know what's going to happen with him if he's going to be able to go try out. But I mean, True. he's good. And when, like, he, he learned a lot this season, like, about his mindset and his mentality and everything. And now that he has that, his game's just going to go up so much and he's going to get so much better. And I think if once he, like, keeps developing his mental game and his leadership skills and stuff like that, because his, ta- his talent's there. He's 6'8 oh, yeah. and he's... Oh, yeah, he's, he was so fun watching this year. Yeah, yeah, so I think he'll be very good over in Europe or whatever he decides to do. Yeah, good luck, good luck to him. Yeah, seriously. Just thanks for coming on, Trey. And like I know we've been trying to set this up for a while now, so we really appreciate you coming on and good luck with everything. I'm sure I'll see you around, you know, with yeah, that yeah, and stuff like that. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully I'll see you at like beach this summer or something. Yeah, definitely, yes. I really appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. Hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. 
If you guys really want to help us out, please like and follow on whatever platform you're listening to this on. We'll see you next week. <laughs>